it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Coach Podcast. I just recently got back from a big trip to Disney World with my family, so my voice is a little shot. We had so much fun, and I'm just going to, like, briefly tell you about Disney because I just love that place. Like, when I was a little girl, I loved it, and so it's really cool to take my girls there and enjoy it. We stayed in the Art of Animation, which is an awesome hotel for people with families because it's basically like a little apartment. Like, there's, like, three different beds. You get, like, a master area so you can be separate from your kids. And, you know, they have food available and we got to take the Skyliner, which means like we didn't have to always drive in on a bus for two of the parks. You get to like take this cool little gondola. And my girls just loved it. We had so much fun meeting princesses and riding rides and watching fireworks and Fantasmic and all the fun things. And so I leave that place super inspired by Walt Disney. You've probably heard me talk about him before. If you've been a long time listener of the podcast or if you've ever binged my podcast, you've heard me share other trips that I've been on. It's definitely like one of my favorite places to go and it's super inspiring and I learned so much. I wanted to create this episode and I'm calling it Dreaming Big because I had some pretty profound insights that I wanted to share. When I started my business, you've heard me talk about our financial situation was not awesome. We had a young family. We were new in the workplace. So we weren't making a ton of money and things felt tight. We had student loans, all these things, right? And so I've been scrambling, trying to figure out how to make money and I started reading money mindset books, which is how I got into coaching. And one of the things that I remember, I think it was Jen Sincero in her book, You're a Badass at Making Money. One of the things that she talked about was like having a vision for what you want to do with your money. And I remember being like, I want to be able to take my family to Disney World. That was on my list. Something that we couldn't do then, but something I definitely wanted to do. And it was like a vision that I held on to when I was up late working at my kitchen table or like when I was stressed or when I was like trying something new or taking a course. And I felt sad and frustrated and stuck. I remember just like holding on to this idea that one day I could take my family to Disney. And it makes me really emotional because in those dark days where it felt like I was in a pit of despair and like this big thing, this financial circumstance that felt so heavy, I had this like light that I would imagine, which was like, I'll be able to take my family to Disney World. And I just got back from that trip and we've done it before and I've done it many times in the past few years, but it just never gets old thinking like, Coaching works. Changing your mind, choosing thoughts intentionally and doing the work works. I know I'm a living testament to that and there's so many. And so if you find yourself, you know, maybe you're in a circumstance that doesn't feel great, but you have a vision, keep holding on to it. Keep making it real. Keep changing your thoughts. Keep choosing your identity on purpose so that you can create the life that you actually want. Anyway, there's my little Disney spiel. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Disney, but not necessarily like my trip. It's more about the concept. So when I was a little girl, I remember going to Disneyland with my family and loving like the music and the fireworks and things because they're all about imagination, being inspired and dreaming big. And I realized like so much of what Disney says I get to do now as a coach. (laughs) I was like laughing with Wesley. I was like, this is why I coach, right? Like they're talking about the power of your imagination can be used for good or bad. And dreaming big dreams and like they introduce the fireworks of dreamers of all ages. And I'm like, I'm still a dreamer and I want my girls to be dreamers. And so I'm really excited to kind of talk about these things. One of the biggest ahas 
we were in Hollywood Studios and I was walking down the road kind of by Tower of Terror, if you've ever been there. And I had this like distinct impression and it was almost like I was imagining, I'm in my own mind, but <laughs> still funny. I was almost like imagining like Walt Disney talking to me. And I know that sounds weird, but just sit with me. And the line that I heard was that Disney World was never the dream. Disney World was always about inspiring the dream. And that meant a lot to me because growing up, it was like going to Disney World was the dream. And what I've learned since is that Walt Disney, his story and history and example of being a visionary man, he never wanted Disney World to be like the dream. He wanted it to be a place where people were inspired to dream. And that really resonated for me this time with like, I feel inspired to dream for my family, for my business, for my clients, for myself and what's possible. And it was just like a good reminder that it's not other people's dreams that interest us. It's our own vision. I really resonate with the word visionary because it means you see something that other people can't see and you make it real. And I feel like that's what we do as entrepreneurs is we have a vision that we make real and, and not even just entrepreneurs. If you're listening to this and you have kids as a parent, you're a visionary for your children, you're a visionary for your family, you're a visionary for your body and what your body can do, you're a visionary for your business and what your business can do. It's seeing something unseen and making it real. and that's really impactful. You know, I love the man, Neville Goddard. He talks about the power of imagination and he talks about using your imagination on purpose because thoughts become things, right? What we think about becomes our reality. I mean, Walt Disney obviously is an amazing example of that. There's this line that he's like, it all started because of a mouse. And a lot of that is so true. He started with small means and a big vision. And so many of us resonate with that story and not just his story, but any story of like rags to riches because a lot of us start with nothing and a lot of us bootstrap our businesses. And so all we have is our imagination to imagine a better future, to imagine the things that we want. And all of those things start there. All the things that I experience in my life now started with a thought. In one of my favorite books, Thinking Grow Rich, which if you have never read that book, even though it's a classic and it's old, I highly recommend it. It's like the OG book on making money with your mind. And one of the things he talks about is like everything started in your mind. That is so powerful. And we watched this show. It's called Phantasmic. And it's about Mickey having a dream. And he like dreams of princesses and princes and love and adventure, you know, overcoming challenges. And you see all these like scenes from different movies like Mulan, Hercules and all these awesome shows. And then... Over time, as the show goes on, the villains show up and they're like, we're going to take control of Mickey's mind, basically, and introduce fear and failure and scariness, right? My three-year-old's like, that's scary. She's like, what's going to happen to Mickey? And I was like, he's going to be okay. Mickey figures out how to use his imagination for good. And I remember being like, that is such a powerful thing for a child to know that they're in control of their imagination. If they don't like what they've been imagining, they can change it at any time to imagine what they want. And this is true for business, for life. I heard this, and I know I can't remember. Maybe it was Eckhart Tolle, but it's basically like worrying is praying for something that you don't want. What I would add to that is worrying is using your imagination for something that you don't want. When we worry, we're imagining a worst case scenario. Because thoughts become things, we want to be mindful of the things that we're imagining. And as soon as we become aware of it, we can imagine something different. We can tell a different story. We can choose to speak something new. And that's where the tool of recreation, which we've talked about in this podcast, especially recently, is so powerful because it's not just being perfect all the time. It's not about having the right thoughts all the time. It's about redirecting and recreating your thoughts to be what they want to be. So like in this Fantasmic show, 
all these villains come out. So like, there's this huge snake and there's this huge dragon and it breathes fire. And Mickey's like believing the imagination, right? It's scary. And he has this moment where he like takes the sword and like it's shooting sparks and all this stuff. And it's like him being careful or being reminded like, this is my dream. I get to choose what goes into my dream. And I was like, that's such a good metaphor for us. When you're imagining your business failing, when you're worried that you're not going to be able to sign another client, or you're worried that the money's going to rent out, or you're worried that, you know, no one will ever hire you again. Our brains do these kinds of funny things. In that moment, you can believe it, or you can choose to think and imagine something new. And that's been my biggest work is when I notice myself going in a direction in my own mind that doesn't serve what I want to create. I stop and I choose again. And that is so, so powerful. It sounds so simple and so basic, but it's like, are we doing this? Are you self-coaching throughout the day so that when you notice you're worrying, you're spinning out, you've been misusing your imagination instead of taking the moment, recognizing that, okay, I don't want to create that. What do I want to create instead? And then speaking that as if it is done. There's also another story that I really loved we're going to kind of move beyond imagination. But another lesson that I got from Disney about dreaming big, I was talking to my sister who used to work for Disney World. I would say she has a finger on the pulse of the Disney company more than I do. So I didn't know this, but they actually started this new, I would say, experience for guests where they created like a Star Wars, they called it as Galactic Star Cruiser. And it was like a cruise ship. And it was like this fully immersive experience where like everyone was dressed up, you get assigned a mission. It really feels like you're in the Star Wars story and you play a role and like all these things. And it was like super intense, basically, and pretty expensive. So it was like 1200 per night per person. So like that's a pretty expensive commitment, especially for families where you're paying for like five people, right? Anyway, so Disney launches this new idea, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and it's a risk, right? Like they don't know if it's going to work. I'm sure they did some research, but you really don't know how it's going to go until you release it to the world. And it completely failed. They actually ended up shutting it down last September because it wasn't working. And it's interesting if you go and read like their statements about it, like they just kind of like, yeah, we tried something and it didn't work. We're going to use the data and create for the future. So this boutique experience didn't go like they thought it would. And I was obsessed with the story because in so many ways, Disney is so mega successful. The parks are successful. The movies are successful. I mean, it's multi-billions that they make. And so in a lot of ways, it's like they're failure proof. Like they've made it. They are beyond like failing. And I love this story because I teach my clients and we've talked about before, like failing is a good thing. It means you're taking risks. It means you are a visionary person. If you always are successful, it means you are operating the field of predictability. That's not bad. I'm not saying the field of predictability is bad, right? I have a husband who works in the field of like predictability, right? Like he goes to a nine to five job. And I'm super grateful for it. But people like you and I, where we're creating a business, we're not operating in predictability. We are absolutely operating in potentiality and possibility, which means failure is part of our job, right? We have to be trying and experimenting like the Walt Disney Company. And so I love that story because it was like, no matter how successful you are, if you want to be an innovator, if you want to be leading your field, it means that you have to fail publicly. Like Disney failed pretty publicly, even though it wasn't like a widely circulated story. It still happened and people still knew about it. And they are willing to fail to gather the data and then recreate something new. I'm so curious what they're going to do from here, whether they rearrange it, whether they 
completely toss the idea and never revisit it again or whether they take it and maybe they improve the experience or make it cheaper. I think that's probably the direction they'll go to make it cheaper, more achievable for their target audience. But the idea is like you can't innovate. You can't be a creator if you always do what's predictable. Dreaming big means that you take a step out of predictability into potentiality and try something new, which means you have to have new thoughts and new beliefs to back it up. For so many people, the risk feels like so much or even worse, like when they take a risk and they fail, they stop. They're like, this isn't for me or like maybe I'm not cut out for this. And that's just a thought about themselves saying I'm not cut out for this or I'm just not an entrepreneur or I don't have entrepreneur DNA or whatever is not true with a capital T. It's just a belief. And so if you want to experiment, if you want to be on the leading edge of something, if you want to be a creator of your life in this way, pure potentiality way, never been done before way, you have to also take on new thoughts and beliefs about yourself and try and fail sometimes, just not quitting, right? You just stay with it and then you innovate and come back to your roots, which is like all the things that we talk about in this podcast, like I'm being here until it works. I'm observing the things that are working. I'm staying in it with faith until I get the result that I want. And I feel like Walt Disney, the man, not just the company now, but the man was such a legendary example of that. He got told no so many times by banks when he was asking for money, basically, for the park to build Disneyland. Like, so many people told him no, and he kept going. I can't remember how many, but it's a lot. Dozens and dozens and dozens of banks told him no. I'll hear from a client. It's like, I got a no on my consult. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I think finding examples of people who fail, you can't see it, but I'm putting fail in quotes. Like, fail, as in they don't get the result that they want right away. But they stay with it and they start observing it as it works. And they use the power of their imagination, the power of their mind, and the power of their words to speak what they want into existence, like Walt Disney did, but like so many people do. Jeff Bezos is another one. So many entrepreneurs that we have mad respect for who seem like they're on another level, what they really did was just speak what they wanted into existence. They failed and innovated. They succeeded and they improved. They kept adding value to people, like some very strong principles that we can apply into our own coaching businesses for sure. It works if you stay in it long enough to see the fruits of your labor, right? And labor, not just meaning hard work, but also evidence of your thoughts, evidence of changing your beliefs, evidence of your faith, like what we talked about in a few episodes ago, like this spiritual grit where it's like you stay in it long enough to see the results, but not just doing the same thing over and over again, that's not what Disney does, right? They do something and they learn from it. They try it, they experiment. Sometimes they fail, but they learn from it. What Walt Disney doesn't do is do something, don't get results, and then do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Like that classic Albert Einstein quote, you can't solve a problem at the same level of consciousness that created it. So when we talk about innovation and creation, it's also using the data you get using the power of your imagination and recreating something new, learning from your mistakes, learning about what didn't work, and then committing again to trying something new and bringing it to the marketplace, adding value, taking risks. The story of entrepreneurship, and it's so powerful. So I want to share it with you. Using the power of your imagination, being in this until it works and watching things as it works and recommitting to speaking what you want through the power of your imagination, dreaming big, doesn't mean that you dream big once. It means that you recommit to the vision over and over and over again until it works. It really is a commitment to come back to the vision over and over again, even when you experience failures or doubts or setbacks. You just come back to the big dream 
and you take action and you tweak and you innovate and you create and you come back to faith, right? Faith is what gets you through hardship to hardship, failure to failure. And what's interesting is your experience of the failure changes. So like I still experience failures in my business, but my experience of the failure isn't like one of doom and gloom and despair. I feel like it's like high performance challenge, right? It's like, okay, that didn't go as expected. What can I do differently? How can I approach this differently? What am I missing? What's the lesson here? What beliefs do I need to change? What actions do I need to change? It's like a challenge that I solve for instead of get shut down by. And that distinction is everything. So dream big dreams. Like I said, like there was a time in my life where taking my family to Disney World felt impossible. And now it's just something I get to do relatively easy because I created my life and business to do that. And I have done the money mindset work to do that as well. So hopefully you listened to last week's episode about creating more money. And if you haven't, go back and listen to that. Thank you for being a listener of this podcast. Be like Walt Disney and dream big. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, I hope you loved and resonated with today's episode. If you did, I know you'd love to be a member of my community in The Matrix. It's where we combine business savvy with the inner work where I help you build your business in a way that actually feels aligned to you and allows you to create the impact, money, and success you want. Find out more and join at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.